Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Welcome to the Piketon Massacre, a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. On the morning of April 22nd, 2016, the small town of Piketon, Ohio, awoke to some horrifying news. Spread out across four homes, all within a few miles of each other, eight members of a local family, the rodents, were found murdered. They were shot execution style in their beds, the victims of a methodical killing spree. It was an unprecedented and confounding crime, one that would launch the largest homicide investigation in Ohio's history. Frustration, anger, sadness, emotions are still raw in Pike County. Most of the people in this town say whoever shot and killed eight members of the Roden family need to be found soon. I hope that the uh, law enforcement in this area apprehend each and every one. These aren't people, these are monsters. Episode 2, Wagner's in Custody. I'm Courtney Armstrong, a TV producer at KT Studios with Stephanie Lidecker and Jeff Shane. We produce television series and documentaries. Here's Stephanie. For me, this case was incredibly disturbing and personally really hard to stop thinking about. Eight people from the exact same family, all killed in one night, but at four different locations. That's extremely strategic. The three of us have been following this case very closely for years. Here's producer Jeff Shane talking to Jody Barr, an investigative journalist who reported for TV station Fox 19 in Cincinnati. You're not, as a journalist, easily shocked, but like this was shocking probably, right? Yeah, it was shocking. I would say it was more confusion because on the typical murder or, you know, a breaking news story, you can roll the events in your mind. But this is this isn't the typical murder 
you know, where there's one or two victims in a single house and, the, you know, the bad guy took off. You know, this was something way outside the norm. You're just thinking, what is going on here? This None of this makes sense, but you knew it had to be something big because you've got eight members of one family targeted, murdered in their sleep, in their homes, and the killers seemingly vanished. We didn't know the pieces. We didn't know how to put it together. There was no information coming out about these murders, about motives. Even the family members who were in direct communication with law enforcement, even they weren't being told anything. I mean, call it good investigative work and you know, you hold your cards close to the chest as an investigator. Maybe that's what it was. But, you know, from the outside looking in, it was almost like law enforcement didn't have a clue at that point in time. An overwhelming amount of tips have been pouring into police, but no arrests have been made Ohio yet. Attorney General Mike DeWine is saying that over 200 investigators and police officers have contributed so far to this ongoing investigation. A reward is being offered, but the killer has disappeared. As the investigation dragged on, rumors ran rampant in the close-knit community. And journalists like Jody Barr started digging deeper. This did seem to be a very tactical, a very clean sort of, you know, when you think of an assassin doing a hit like you see in the movies, you started to wonder if there wasn't something to that because of just how seemingly clean these killings were. I mean, how does one person or a group of people hit four separate homes, kill eight different people, seemingly leave absolutely no trace of any evidence what does this mean? What is going on here? But after I started having conversations with the Roden family and you start talking to some people who were very close um, to the victims in this case, at least very close acquaintances, you started to realize that, you know, that there were some people that even I had conversations with in Pike County who I knew they knew more than what they were telling me. I knew they knew more about what happened that morning and they knew more about the circumstances surrounding the rodents that could have led to these murders, but they would not tell it. And I don't know if it was because they were afraid or they didn't want to believe what they believed happened, but all we kept hearing from the rodent family, from the people around there, and they were phrasing it this way, is that it was locals. What did that mean? We didn't know. By the summer of 2018, the investigation had entered its second year, and Piketon residents like Barbara were becoming increasingly scared. It's an extremely sinister thing that occurred. It's like a movie. When I was young, people got along, and, you know, it, it was, we left our doors unlocked. You know, it was, it was that trusting and relaxed in Pike County. So... We couldn't believe something like that would happen here. And, and it, was, it was especially terrifying because no one knew who did it or why. And you don't know if your family's next. It's just uh, a grisly scene and a grisly situation. If you are fearful, arm yourself. If you feel that you need to protect yourself or family, do so. On November 13th, 2018, everything was set to change. Here's Governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, then Attorney General. Well, good afternoon. We promised that the day would come when arrests would be made in the Pike County massacres. 
Today is that day. In a series of arrests that sent shockwaves through the insulated community, six members of a local family, the Wagners, were taken into custody. Pull it out! Just walk out! Keep your hands up! Don't race for nothing! Back out of there! 47-year-old Billy Wagner is the patriarch of the Wagner family and was arrested near Lexington, Kentucky in a horse trailer that was pulled over. Go down to to your knees. Hands behind your back. Hands behind your back. Angela Wagner is Billy's wife and matriarch of the Wagner family. The 48-year-old was arrested at their home near Piketon, Ohio. Go ahead. Angela Wagner in the car, 21. Copy, 1331. Angela and Billy's two sons, George Wagner and Jake Wagner, were arrested together during a traffic stop. George was 27 and Jake was 26. 76-year-old Frederica Wagner, Billy Wagner's mother, was arrested at the family's horse farm, the Flying W. Angela Wagner's mother, 65-year-old Rita Jo Newcomb, was arrested at her home. While six members of the Wagner family were arrested in connection with the crime, Billy, Angela, George, and Jake Wagner were charged with eight counts of aggravated murder. Details about the arrests of four people and the murders of eight members of the Roden family back in April 2016. Mike Allen, a criminal defense attorney and legal commentator for Fox 19 in Cincinnati, was covering the story when the news broke. All the arrests happened within minutes of each other. And that tells me that the BCI, the Ohio Bureau of Criminal Identification, who was in charge of this investigation, they they know what they're doing. And they wanted to make sure that they affected these arrests without any kind of problems or tipping anybody off. So they had that thing down pretty tight. You've got four people uh, charged in the murders themselves. Uh, it's ex- murder, and that's capital murder in the state of Ohio that um, that does have the death penalty as a, a possible penalty in a case like this. So it is a death penalty case. How rare is it to have multiple capital murder cases going? I haven't seen multiple, four people up for capital murder in Ohio before. Uh, you know what? I, and I've been in the system for over 50 years, and I I've, the only, I mean, the most I've seen were two co-defendants uh, being tried for capital murder from the same set of facts, but never four. So that is extremely rare that you got four people, four defendants uh, facing the death penalty. The charges for the two other family members were less severe. Grandmother Frederica Wagner, Billy Wagner's mother, was charged with obstruction of justice and perjury. Angela Wagner's mother, Rita Newcomb, was charged with forgery, perjury, and obstruction of justice. But to Mike Allen, one charge brought against the alleged trigger pullers makes one thing clear. They're also charged with conspiracy, engaging in a pattern of corrupt activity, which means that they all work together on this. I think it's obvious, at least to the prosecutors and the investigators, that this thing it was nobody freelancing. They were possibly all operating together, tampering with evidence. Uh, that kind of speaks uh, for itself. I mean, you know, once they knew that they were the, the focus of the investigation, uh, perhaps they did something with the evidence. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll be back in a moment. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now wherever you're listening. We needed to know more about the rodents and the accused, the Wagners. We also wanted to be in Piketon to learn about the town. So Stephanie, Jeff, and I flew to Ohio. There was this extremely eerie vibe to the town. There definitely was a sense that something very big was happening real time. It almost felt, um, it felt a little dangerous. I think eeriness, as you said, is the best word, like just something was not right. Yeah, and it's not uncommon. It was a perfect American small town, right? There's one diner, there's not a movie theater. So again, small, insulated. And, you know, we just, when we just started trying to go door to door to meet anyone who could tell us about the Roden family. I would say every single person we spoke to legitimately invited us inside and could not have been lovelier. There also was the experience of knocking on doors, knowing very well people are there. We There was smoke coming out of the chimney. We physically saw the curtains be closed and certain people understandably didn't want to speak to us. But those who did, they were so welcoming. We reached out to journalist Jeff Winkler, who was doing research on the Wagner family. For me personally, when I first 
got an idea of, of how the rodents lived and, um, you know, who, who was related to who and whatnot. Um, I, I think I originally had the sense that the Wagners were in the same sort of um, position in terms of property and, and, and perhaps financial situation and whatnot. But the Wagners, I was rather surprised to, to learn that they had, you know, a huge farm. They'd been running um, various um, farm businesses on this huge uh, bit of land that um, were landlords. And um, there were there was something of a sort of uh, um, sort of a family, if you will, in the area. And, you know, there were people that they uh, they we spoke with that had some very open thoughts and loving thoughts about the family. In all this, we couldn't help wonder, how could this esteemed Piketon family allegedly be responsible for Ohio's most horrific murder? It seemed like everyone had an opinion. Here's Angie Montgomery, a Piketon resident. When the Wagners were arrested, you had your 50-50. You had people that said, yes, I knew that they did that. And then you've got people that say, there's no way those people did that. But we wanted to get the story for ourselves to talk to those who actually knew the people accused of carrying out these ruthless murders. Hello? Hi, Dore. It's uh, Jeff Shane calling. Hi. Hi, how are you? Is now a good time? Yeah. This is Dore McAlevey. She's Billy Wagner's cousin, and she grew up with the Wagners. Were you close with um, Billy? Billy was quite a bit younger than me. I was about 11 years old when Billy was born, but I was raised with him, and we had a whole lot of fun. It was so much fun. We all bred horses, and, and we lived in Ohio, and it was beautiful, and it snowed in the wintertime, and it was beautiful in the summer, and we just had so much fun. It was unbelievable. He was, like, a really good dad, right? Like, a hardworking, just, like, sturdy, like, good person, right? All for his family. hmm All for his family. DeRay's depiction of her aunt, Frederica Wagner, was just as glowing. I spent my summers with my Aunt Frederica, and it was awesome because we rode horses, we rode ponies, did all kinds of awesome stuff. I've heard the nicest things about her, that she was like an angel in that town. She had to have been an angel in that town because what I seen for her, what she did for the community, she built a church for the community. She financed the church for the community. She loved people. She loves children. But we were curious, what did DeRay think about the charges against her family? Our family joke is that there's no way that Betty Crocker and the Dobe boys could ever go to an extreme of murder. It's not within their capabilities. They love animals and they love people and they are really good at being resilient And if you look up the word hillbilly and you really research that word, they were very resilient in taking care of their family. Somebody did it, but it wasn't them. To get more information on 27-year-old George and 26-year-old Jake Wagner, Angela and Billy Wagner's sons, we reached out to Christina Howard. Christina's sister, Tabitha, was married to George Wagner. The pair later divorced. Christina spoke with Stephanie Lidecker about the time she spent with the Wagner family. 
my sister spent a lot of time over at George's house before they got married. She was pretty much living with him at the time before she got married. And then after she got married, she straight, you know, moved in with them. And I used to go over there to their house every now and again, you know. Um, and did he seem like a nice guy? What was his demeanor like? Um, He was funny. He was always cracking jokes and stuff all the time. So I don't know much about Jake Wagner at all. What was he like as a kid? Um, He was actually really sweet as a kid. We got along pretty good because, you know, we just hung out all the time, played video games, went outside. Was he shy? Um, he wasn't shy with me. He was a really nice kid, and while well, growing up, my sisters were kind of bullies to me. And Tabby, she was dating George at the time, and Tabby, she would pick on me, and Jake, he would take up for me, and be like, hey, don't pick on your little sister like that, that's mean and stuff. Here's a Wagner family relative. She asked us not to use her name, but was happy to talk to us about the family. She remembers Angela Wagner as a caring mother with a big heart. Angela was just so sweet. Like, she was the sweetest lady. Um, I mean, anybody could ask her for help. I know there was multiple times where there was just, she had heard, you know, of, um, like, there was a woman and her daughter that was getting out of an abusive relationship, and Angela had just heard about it. She didn't know this lady, you know, she had no idea anything about her. She just knew that this woman and her daughter, you know, needed help. So Angela went and, and helped her get out of that. You know, she, she gave her a place to stay. She made sure that the, the daughter had clothes and food. And, um, you know, she, she would always do stuff like that for people. Everything we were hearing about the Wagners seemed at odds with this image of the cold-blooded killers accused of murdering an entire family. But the deeper we dug, the more secrets we began to find. Jeff continues speaking with the same anonymous Wagner relative who speaks so glowingly of Angela Wagner. As it turns out, not everyone in the Wagner family has such a sterling reputation. And when the conversation shifts to Billy Wagner, things take a turn. Here is the Wagner relative's first-hand account. Do you know when she met Billy and like when that when they got married and how like that relationship started and progressed? Uh, yeah, that was, she has been with him for, um, 20 something years, maybe longer, but as far as he goes, um, now that's a different, like I and my family, we always kind of thought something that was like off with him. Um, we never act, we never got to like connect with him in that way. We always, everybody always kind of knew that there was something strange or that he was kind of. He just had this persona about him, like he was um, just a very cold and just hateful um, person, really, is what I thought of in many ways. He was just a, a very rough, around the edges guy. And when it comes to him and Angela, um, I'm not sure really on how the beginning of the relationship was, but I know towards the end, like before, or you know, right after all this happened, he was just very controlling. Very controlling. Um, he, she was afraid of him, extremely afraid of him, as were the boys. Um, now their oldest son, George, him and his dad, they were kind of like the same. I, uh, I just, I don't believe that they're good people at all. 
So what can you tell me about the relationship between Angela and Billy Wagner? I do know that Angela was, she was extremely, she was just afraid to leave. You know, she was afraid to leave. She was terrified that if she did try to leave that he would find her. Uh, um, Because he made that very clear, you know, from what I've heard and what her father had said on multiple occasions, like, you know, you're not going to leave. Let's stop here for another quick break. We'll be back in a moment. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This account of Angela and Billy's relationship piqued our curiosity. So we started poking around for more information about the Wagners. Most of what we uncovered had to do with grandmother Frederica Wagner, Billy Wagner's mother, and what seemed to be some potentially questionable business practices. I followed up with journalist Jeff Winkler to find out more. Frederica Wagner was repeatedly referred to as you know, a God-fearing woman, uh, was running a nursing home and uh, doing a lot of uh, community service and, and community care for people. But like the Wagners 
had a lot of different sides to them. Exactly. And she had started a church as well. And right, she took yeah. underprivileged kids. If people need groceries, she brought them groceries. So there is all of that. And then on the flip side, many other people say they were very secretive. There's also allegations of, for example, in the nursing home, maybe some dishonest business and perhaps cheating people who were at a disadvantage out of money. And these are substantiated court documents. Yeah, the longer we looked into it, uh, the longer it seemed like the Wagners, you know, apart from having property and, and been there for a long time, they were wheeling and dealing. And I think although they were sort of pillars of the community and involved in the community, certainly, I think that sort of especially when you have that sort of much to lose, you get protective. Um, Frederica Wagner had very much built the family business. Frederica Wagner was the one who kept the family business going. She kept the family businesses on track. And, uh, you know, when you are building an empire, the last thing you want to do is to see it fall. And they were working on their fourth generation of Wagner uh, dominance in the area. Um, so I can definitely understand sort of protectiveness of that. And in those cases, you, you know, maybe you close, maybe you close ranks a little bit. Um, you stick, you stick to kin, um, you know, blood is thicker than water. As we talked to more people in the community, we found that these rumblings about the Wagner's business practices had been circulating for years and some held a deep distrust of the family and their once sterling reputation. Jeff got Barbara's thoughts about grandmother Frederica Wagner. All I've ever heard about her is one, I've heard how wonderful she is, how generous she was. I never heard a bad word about that woman, but just, you know, she knew what she was doing and she just did what she could do to keep them from being guilty, to keep them from being found guilty or from being arrested. You know what I mean? Yeah. They seemed like everyone was on the surface, like everyone loved them. And then when this happens, all the other dirt kind of starts coming out. It's like I can see beneath that surface, you know, I feel like I can see her heart. When I look at her, I I just see a, I just kind of see evil. But while Frederica Wagner may have been involved in some questionable business dealings, and to some accounts, Billy Wagner may not have been the best husband, we still didn't know what all this had to do with the rodents. At their arraignment, all six members of the Wagner family pled not guilty to all charges. It is worth noting, however, that the charges against Frederica Wagner were eventually dropped, and Rita Jo Newcomb ended up taking a plea deal. There's more to tell on these grandmother stories, but we'll get to all that later. According to official court documents, all four of the Wagner family are considered trigger pullers, meaning each one of them had a hand in killing the rodents that night, which means they drove house to house one at a time, killing eight people. It's also been speculated that Angela Wagner was really the mastermind of this whole plan. When you look at her picture, for example, her mugshot, she just looks like a regular mom that you would see at the market. She doesn't at all fit the profile that I have in my head of what a serial killer or a mass murderer should look like. And if she did do this, why? Did she put this plan together because she wanted to protect her own family? 
And if so, the irony is, if she's found guilty, because they're all being tried separately, she may never cross paths with her husband or her sons ever again. You know, we obviously wanted to go back and see what was the lead up? What brought us to this point? And what was the intersection between the Roden family and the Wagner family? We got very curious about the relationship between Jake Wagner and Hannah Roden. Here's the anonymous Wagner relative again. Jake, um, he had got involved with, with Hannah Roden. Hannah Roden is the middle Roden child and murder victim. She was found dead in bed next to her five-day-old baby, Kylie. She shared a child with Jake Wagner, a two-and-a-half-year-old daughter named Sophia. Eventually, you know, they had separated in everything, but they had separated, I guess, on bad terms. It seemed that the demise of their relationship had sparked an ugly custody battle surrounding Sophia. Hannah, she was, you know, refusing to allow him to see her, to get her or any of um, the family to see her. And so it kind of just, it got out of hand at that point. It just set him off to the point where Jake, um, he had made the comments, you know, that he was going to, to kill her. Next time on the Piketon Massacre. Piketon Massacre is executive produced by Stephanie Lidecker and me, Courtney Armstrong. Editing and sound design by executive producer Jared Aston. Additional producing by Jeff Shane and Andrew Becker. The Piketon Massacre is a production of iHeartRadio and KT Studios. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.